there's a show that some people say is the worst reality show ever made. It happened 13 years ago. As far as I know, this has not been released recently on a major streaming platform. So, Richard, the question I have for you is, what made you think about the reality show Kid Nation? Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Richard. Welcome to Daily Chit Chat. Join us every weekday as we talk about what's streaming, what we're loving, where we're going, and maybe some obscure references. Let's Let's chit chat. chat. So Kid Nation is something I watched when I was younger and I remembered it and then it disappeared off the face of the earth. But it is on YouTube right now and one of the podcasts I listen to called Rob Has a Podcast. He's a reality TV podcaster. He was on Survivor before and so he podcasts about Survivor, Big Brother, The Amazing Race. You can even go on that network and listen to podcasts about The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, The Masked Singer, The Masked Dancer. You can listen to their um, news um, their news podcast, which is uh, News AF, which stands for Actual Factual News. But it's all almost like the most comedic news stories of the week which is fun because they they're not taking themselves too seriously. So it's a, it's a vast network where any show you can think of, they might have a recap for it, or they might have a show dedicated to it. So all that exhaustive explanation is just to say it was brought up into the zeitgeist again, because they are watching it. Rob, Rob Sesternino for the first time is watching kid nation And so other people that have seen it before are going through and watching it with him and they're reacting to it. So what better way for us to promote not only another podcast, but an old show that got canceled after the first season, but to do our own podcast about it. That is in our mission statement that at least once a year, we're going to promote another podcast and we're going to promote a one season reality show that uh, really is asking a, head-scratching questions about child labor laws and inflicting psychological damage on minors. So we're, we're getting it taken care of early in 2021. We're going to check those boxes. <laughs> Kid Nation was also a CBS reality show, and it really was in that golden age, quote-unquote, of reality shows, meaning every major broadcast network had at least six reality shows, plus all the extra reality shows on all of the cable networks. Reality show could have been a competition style reality show. It could have been following some mildly famous people go about their daily business. It could be people that are not famous, but maybe have some unique or unusual quirk or aspect of their life and kind of like peering in looky-loo style. So, so many reality shows were happening during this time period. It was, what, 2013 that Kid Nation came out? So this was 2007, which you said was 13 years ago. Is that right? Or is it 14 years ago now? Oh, 
yes, I was, yeah, 13 years ago, but I mistakenly just said 2013. But yeah, 2007 was 13 years ago. I'm just thinking, like, we're really not that far into the year 2021, so. It just lasted one season. Richard, here's my confession for you. Like you said, um, the seasons are available on YouTube. Did somebody just upload them? Somebody for fun? That they did. Okay. So you said, here's the link. Watch this um, episode one. It's called, I'm trying to be a leader here. So I go and I to type it into YouTube because a little behind the scenes, Rachel will just send me a link directly on my phone, but I don't want to watch it on my phone. I am more comfortable if I can just watch it on the YouTube app I have on my TV. So For I sure. go to type it in and I see right next to it in the suggested or when I type it into search that somebody from Funny or Die a year ago did a seven minute recap called was kid nation the worst reality show ever made and i thought nice i'm feeling a little lazy i'm just gonna watch the seven minute funny or die recap of this episode i didn't actually watch the episode but i think i learned important facts about the show overall and this first episode so let's uh let's see if my gamble pays off Yes, I appreciate the caveat there. That That is good. I'm going to check out that video because I love me some recaps of old reality shows, especially ones that don't exist. This is a tangent, but I watched the Glee Project season two recap. They've had a season two of that? Woo. Yeah, apparently it's the stronger version of the Glee Project is the second season, which I can kind of see that because... Is that you how they got that Irish guy? I liked him. The Irish guy? I I forget if he was on that one. It he def, There was the winner of that season was like the guy that had that Zac Efron high school musical hair. I don't even remember his character's name. Corn Overstreet? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I just so. remember there was like an Irish guy on Glee and they said he was supposed to be an exchange student. And I really liked his voice. And I wish he would have stayed on Glee longer. Uh, Played Rory Flanagan. Pot of Gold is the episode. Oh, what happened to the Irish guy on Glee? Oh, he was befriended by the late actor Corey Monteith, who played Finn. And so he had died, um, the actor. Oh. McGinty said his death came as a huge shock. That's not really an answer. So because Corey Monteith died in real life, the actor Damien McGinty maybe didn't return to Glee. And there's your answer. Wow, that's a really sad follow-up. Sorry, I didn't even mean to. (laughs) He just sang that song... It was like, good night, sweetheart, good night. And I just, anyway. I love that. Um, but that's not what brought us here together no. today. We're here to talk about... Kid Nation. Children as young as eight years old being thrown into the middle of the New Mexico desert in an old ghost town. They and I um, There's a, a legit 15-year-old bully on the loose mm-hmm. who actually pushes somebody. <laughs> None of the adults apparently intervene. Yeah, a lot of complaints of the show actually stem from the fact that you assume there 
are producers behind the scenes and you assume there's like a medical staff behind the scenes, but like audiences of the show would have liked to have seen more of them just to give you the assurance that the kids are not truly abandoned in this ghost town set of New Mexico. And that if we saw more interference, we would be like, okay, well, the kids are still doing this social experiment, having to build a society together, but at least the adults are not far away. But the editors almost like edit out that, that feeling that there are any adults around. I think it's a very small subgenre of dystopian fiction, but there is a subgenre of dystopian fiction where it's like some event or some disease has killed, wiped out every person over the age of 18 or 20 or something. And so now it's kids have to build society and and fend for themselves and do all these things. And that is what you are seeing in this, even just watching this seven minute funnier die recap of episode one, they point out that, okay, so these kids are in the middle of nowhere. It's the New Mexico desert, the town itself, like there's buildings. So they're not building shelters for themselves, like for like on survivor, but Mm -hmm. um, even within the buildings, the rooms are like in shambles. So the kids don't even have like, an empty call like anybody who's gone away to college there's like the mildly depressing feeling where you step into your dorm room for the first time and there's like your bare mattress and there's nothing on the walls and then you're like well okay i got i got my sheets and we're gonna you know make my bed and i'll put up some posters and it'll be cozy in no time and that was like at least me personally that was me feeling like this mild wave of despair and I was 18 and my parents were right there with me and I had like signed up for this. I was ready. I just, you know, was having a little bit of those, you know, first day jitters of, of moving into my, my dorm. You, we have kids as young as eight who are supposed to set up a room. They don't even have a bed and a mattress. It's like, there's just like, they, production people were like oh this will be good we'll we'll seriously make it look like this this town was abandoned and we'll just have random bits of rubbish everywhere so they have to even like set up their own rooms or their own sleeping quarters they have to cook all their own food they don't even get like okay but here's a microwave or like right. no they have to make a they have to build a fire in the stove to then make the food yeah. which there are so many kids that like it would be a challenge for them to just make a cheese quesadilla in a microwave, but you would say like, good job, buddy. Like, <laughs> Right. You made that cheese quesadilla. They don't even have that. Yeah. Um, I know on the other podcast, um, Rob was saying he has kids. I don't have kids as Gretchen knows. And, but he said, you know, as tempting as it would be to like get a little mini vacation from your kids by sending them off to this television production he's like i could just wake up in the morning and say kids you're in charge of breakfast and i'm not going to make it and in a house full of supplies that they could easily make breakfast they would fail and not make it so this is even worse conditions yeah yeah it's it's worse than even saying like (laughs) there's the cereal there's the milk and then a kid's like huh what uh yeah they have to right 
build fire to even eat something, which then that gets into the whole spiral of if your basic needs aren't being met, for example, if you're not getting a good night's sleep, if you're under stress, like they talk about how there's all these like shots of just like kids off in the corner crying because they miss their parents because it's dark out and it's cold. And basically a body under stress is not going to be able to make good decisions. Mm -hmm. And so then it's like, these kids are under stress and now they have to build fire to even be warm or feed themselves. Also, this didn't happen in the first episode, but a kid off camera drank some bleach accidentally <gasps> and they had to call in the medics. Um, another one of the kids got um, like splashed, I think got like splashed with hot grease when they were cooking. One of the, when I say older kids, I mean, the kid was only like, 13 or 14 so that's old for the show they capped the kids out at 15 but that's young yeah very in normal life you'd be like why was your 14 year old unattended with a skillet of hot grease yeah so dangerous like the setup is a little bit much and like you were saying even the mattresses were like these thin mattresses like what what television viewing experience got you know, better because the kids were suffering more. Like, I think we as an audience could have dealt with them getting a little bit more support, a little bit better supplies, and it still would have been a fine show. Maybe that's why it's considered not a fine show to have 40 kids ages 8 to 15 running amok, not knowing what to do without very clear rules. And like one girl up and says in the first episode, you know, we don't have much here. I'll probably die. Yeah, they focus on, there's this one little eight-year-old boy that throughout the show, they just show him slowly, quietly weeping at minimum. The entire the entire time, he's like always just mildly weeping. And then other times he's out and out crying. And then they have like a, like a town meeting every episode and that i guess is the one and only time kids can say they want to go home which is absolute bullshit that a kid has to wait until Mm -hmm. (laughs) this meeting that happens once a day like they should just be able to say anytime like i'm out i'm eight years old i have terrible parents who sent me to the middle of the new mexico desert and um i'm done here's something else so they talk about how every is it every day they award a gold star or is it like every uh-huh. certain number of days they award a gold star? Oh, I thought it was every day, but okay. either way. Okay. So they talk about how every day there's like these four special kids that are on the town council and they get to pick who's like the gold star student of the day. And then they get $20,000. Mm-hmm. Um, every child just for participating who signed up automatically got $5,000 for participating. Okay. Yeah. So there's just questions then about, um, on the one hand, you're like, well, that's good that these kids are getting some sort of compensation. But on the other hand, it's um, asking questions about like the the motivation and the financial in- incentives for their parents. I guess that fits in with the reason why you wouldn't have a season two is because of the injuries that you brought up about the the bleach that was um consumed by i read varying accounts some one account said that like it was a bottle that had previously held bleach 
and then something else was in it. But so there was like bleach residue that the child consumed, and then something else I read sounded like the kid straight up accidentally took a swig from something that was full of bleach. So I don't know what the the truth of it is, but again, um, how did the child even get in that situation in the first place that they thought something with bleach right. was something to drink? Yes. So uh, it's like the parents did sign up and sign contracts for their kids to be in this reality show. But definitely, I think they had some buyer's remorse afterwards, and some of them sued. And I, you would just think that it's too much liability for CBS to do more Kid Nation. Like, maybe do this show with older young adults. Like something just that it was to these levels of extreme it would have been interesting enough if i'm going to go back to the example of like an empty college dorm it would have been enough if they had just Mm -hmm. rented out over the summer a portion of a college campus and they were like okay kids uh (laughs) you you're gonna be in these empty college dorms and your challenge is make your own bed here's here's a blank mattress right here's your sheets you got to figure out fitted sheet get that fitted sheet in the far corner it's tricky and can you can you make your bed it's tricky (laughs) right uh can you can you successfully make a box of microwave mac and cheese yeah go for it that would have been enough of a challenge still but safer yeah yes it would have (laughs) and uh apparently um there are reports that a lot of the kid nation contestants look back on that moment of life and they don't have regrets so that's good some of them said it was the best experience of their life you could even go on tiktok and look up some of the kids and 13 years later they're coming out they're coming out and yeah a lot of them are of legal age at this point so they can freely right talk about their experiences Yeah, and it's fair to look back on the experience, and if the now adults, grown-up kids are fine with it, we don't have to feel as bad. But at the time, if we were watching this live, I would feel bad for all the kids. I want to hear from Bleach Kid. They never say who it was, but I want to know what's happening with that that person. Yeah. Yeah. How's their esophagus? Did they fully recover? We don't think they died, but... Maybe they did not die. Richard, you love to start rumors. You like to talk about how people in Bridgerton are hooking up in real life. And now you're trying to say that a kid died from kidney. Yeah. No. It's the hot, it's no. the hot gossip. No. 2021 is all about telling the truth. No more lies. No more rumors. No fake news. Okay, fine. Well, um, thank you for bringing this very, very strange bit of reality show history to my attention i didn't understand why you wanted to reflect on a show that's 13 years old but uh i get it yeah but tomorrow let's talk about something new there's a lot of new we'll hot, something else yeah. hot, fresh releases new. coming down the pike so let's talk about some new stuff tomorrow all right sounds good bye everybody goodbye and thanks a lot